Support for Jeff Needs Sports is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners today. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code JHUNT. That's capital J-H-U-N-T at manscaped.com. Hey, welcome to Jeff Needs Sports, everybody. An official Off the Ball Network production. Uh, this is the world premiere of knee-jerk analysis. And so essentially what this is, is that um, we're going to discuss, sorry about that. We're going to discuss like, I like I, this is kind of off the court, off the field situations right here. It's a new thing I'm doing. Kind of like try to touch base with like what everybody's feeling, talking about, you know, but, you know, bigger picture subjects or whatever, you know, out on this in the sports world. So uh, tonight I've got uh, for my world premiere, I'm so happy to have him uh, a talented uh, one of the uh, newer members of the off the ball network, but definitely not undervalued. I got uh, James Barcia at Bars Talks on Twitter. Uh, James, thanks for coming on tonight, man. How are you? Thanks for having me, Jeff. I'm excited, especially after that intro song, man. I'm ready to go. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be real cool, man. So, like, that's what I say, like, to the listeners. Like, if you know me, like, I love to watch the games. I love to analyze the games. But what I really like to do is talk about things, you know, outside of that, the bigger picture. So, like, I won't lie to you. Like, I'll go through Twitter, and I'll see what um, everybody's buzzing about, what everybody's arguing about, so to speak. And I'm like, okay, like, what's my take on this? So, uh, that that's kind of what this show is going to be moving forward. And uh, so, tonight, man, like – what really like what really set me on fire this week man was uh this uh basically i called it you know women versus the ncaa i don't know how else to say it um so this year the uh male and female uh ncaa basketball tournaments are going to be played in indianapolis uh they're going to you know because you know everybody knows the situation because of the pandemic they're they're going to be played there for like 3 weeks you know whatever and uh, so basically, man, what happens is <laughs> the women get there. Uh, they kind of look around and they're like, okay, okay. And then they they see the, the setup that the men get and they're like, uh, what the fuck? Uh, and so they basically put them on blast on social media and they're like, okay, here's what the men get. Here's what the women get. Uh, this is not right, man. So, so. What do you know about this before we get too much into this? Because I know you're in tap with like, you know, the sports world. Like, so what's what's your what's your what was your initial like like your knee jerk? What was your knee jerk on this situation? My knee jerk was you said it best. Just what the <laughs> fuck? Like it was insane. Just at first it was the weight room, and I've yeah. seen better weight rooms at a Holiday Inn. No, no, you know, I literally. Okay, so James, like you don't know, but like here in Hunt Manor, as Stephen Gillespie likes to call it, our counterpart. Dude, I'm 20 feet away from a weight room that 
triples what the women showed. So if anybody doesn't know, they essentially take a video and the men's weight room has squat racks and, and, and bench press, you know, and benches and, and free weights and all that. And the women's is literally can be taken in like one picture. And it's, it's, it's a small pyramid rack of dumbbells, not even dumbbells. Like they don't, they, they maybe go up to what, 25, uh, maybe. Right. And a stack of yoga mats on a, on a, and on a temporary the dirtiest looking stack. Yeah, yeah, right. Yoga mats. So, so that's, so that, that's what we're talking about here. If anybody doesn't know. So, um, you know, I don't know where you're at with this, but I'm, I'll get some of your thoughts. Like what was your initial reaction, your knee jerk reaction when you saw that? At first, I just couldn't believe it. Like the weight room, it was just, it was, like I said, I've seen better at sketchy motels. And it was, <laughs> yeah, I actually sure. seen a video where they finally upgraded the women's weight room. And they're showing a video of, all right, this is everything we've added. And you still look at it. It's nothing compared to the men's one. Still, it's maybe a third of the equipment the men's got. And on top of that, you're adding the swag bags that these athletes get. Oh, okay. Let's talk about that. Yeah, go ahead. Describe that. Yeah, it was the men's were getting everything. Any sponsor that uh, hit up the <laughs> tournament, they got it. They got shampoo, deodorant, book <laughs> bags, North Faces, you name it. The women, they were lucky to get a drawstring little, you know, like a knapsack welcome bag or something. And to make things worse was the uh, the spread of food they had. I don't know. Yeah, if let's talk about the women had like a hungry man. It was a TV dinner. It was a TV dinner, yeah. right? It was literally a t- and they said it was Salisbury steak. I've had Salisbury steak <laughs> like 10 years ago. It does not look like that. It was I don't know what they were eating. I think they were having the same Salisbury steak. So basically, uh what the point is here, like how could how tone deaf could the you know we talked about this a million times, like the whole NCAA fraud thing. And uh you know the the initial defense was well yeah but the women only bring in like you know the men bring in like whatever the number was we'll say it was like 800 million the women bring in eight doesn't matter like uh we talked about earlier our our you know our comrade you know Stephen Gillespie brought it up it's like yeah but they don't they don't pay them it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what CBS it does not matter what CBS you know um TBS you know, you know, whatever conglomerate that is, ESPN doesn't matter what they make off of it. Um, this is supposed to be even like they, they're supposed to spread this out even like, okay. And so the other side of it is, okay. So if the men make $800 million on this, like really they can't, they, they can't spend a million to put in like to make it even like, so like you have to be totally tone deaf, like to, to think that this is like, okay, that nobody's going to speak up. And these, and here's the thing, these women do the same thing, the same athletes. They're mm-hmm. just as good. They work just as hard. Uh, a lot of people would say harder because the women's, uh, you know, the women's teams don't have the, the one and dones and the NBA, but, but, but regardless, like they're doing everything the exact same, um, there's there's i can't i can't even think of a reason that they would imagine that they could pull this off uh in this day and age and 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 get away with it man like i i just it, it just blew me away that's this is why this topic on the show like i just i just can't believe it the craziest disparity between the two tournaments i actually didn't know this until i started doing some research the uh yukon coach gino hope i'm saying his last name right ariema that's yeah, it. Perfect. Told, oh, beautiful. I'm proud of We're myself. talking a Hall of Fame <laughs> coach, the greatest 
the the, the most successful uh, women's uh, yes, for sure. Oh, when he had that dynasty a couple of years Ooh. ago, they still a dynasty, but you know what I mean. But still, the greatest disparity I'd say between the two tournaments that I didn't know until I started researching for this was the women are actually getting different COVID tests than the men's tournament is. Oh God, men are getting tested daily for Corona. While the women's are receiving antigen tests, which I'm not even sure if that's the full test. I think that's just a test if you had it or not. And I, <laughs> wow. forget the swag bag, forget the food, even though that's just as important. This right now in this day and age might be the number one priority and the number one thing that everybody should have equal in the NCAA, no matter what your sport, yes. no matter what your gender. Just it to me, that's the most mind blowing thing is we're not playing the health of these athletes first. Yes. And, and they, and they swear they are. It's so frustrating. Like, and this is every sport we've talked about this. Like, this is not something that's new. This is why they have title nine. This is why they have all these, you know, things in place to try and prevent this. And for it to be 2021, man, and the disparity and the, uh, you know, like I say, the, um, the lack of, the lack of responsibility for them to do like, I'm so glad for these women that, you know, that whether, whether it's TikTok, and I know you like, we laugh at TikTok, like, Oh, TikTok's funny. Like, it's just, it's an old dude getting hit by a tractor. But, the, but I mean, the truth is like, they, they have an outlet, like whether it's Twitter or whether it's uh, TikTok or whether it's whatever, like they speak out like, man, this is bullshit. Like this is total bullshit. Like, because they know, they know what it doesn't matter what, the income is it doesn't matter how many people go to the game that doesn't change how many jump shots like you take like the women take during the day it doesn't matter how many how many suicides i don't know if you guys called them that when you were like basketball practice but like you know it doesn't matter like like how many drills you run or whatever like it's that that the the income should not affect the the treatment uh, uh, of the players and man how are the like, how are the uh, how is the women's side of it supposed to overcome this if every year they've got to deal with this disparity, man? Yeah, it's just it's deeper than just, you know, simple weights and food. It's honest, it's systematic, just like every other ten, uh, <laughs> equality go, problem right? here, because you got CBS uh, saying shout out to my uh, Scarlet Knights. But they were saying it was Rutgers first tournament win since 1983. Which honestly is completely wrong. Rutgers has won dozens of tournament games. Yeah, they won the championship, right? If you're talking about the women's, yes, they won 36. They were actually the runner up in 2007. They did not win. I apologize. That's a tough one. But they've won 36 games. You know, it's just, it's simple little things like that where we don't uh, correct them or if the media or these players themselves taking advantage of the social media movement doesn't correct it, it's never going to get fixed. No, that, you know, you're, you're exactly right, man. And that's where we need to like, like I know, like when I was when I was growing up, um, I shouldn't say when I was growing up. When I was a younger man like yourself, that was right when like uh, Tennessee Pat Summit, which R.I.P. Pat Summit. One of I, I've never, still one of the greatest all around coaches I ever saw in any sport ever. That was when um, you know her and then uh, Gino Ariema started you know this UConn thing, and uh, you know it was all pushed upon us. Then it was all Tennessee, Tennessee versus UConn and all that, and it was great. And they really. They really, um, you know, put it on a pedestal and they wanted us to see it. Um, but then, and then the WNBA came along, which was great. I still love the WNBA. Like, um, it, it, it's a wonderful thing. But my whole point is it's like any other sports, like just like, I don't care how many people watch it on TV. That doesn't take away from what the athletes on the court are doing. 
And I'm just telling you right now, like I'm an Ohio State football fan. Like everybody knows that. Ohio State football could could um, I, I don't know accidentally <laughs> drop enough money, like walk into Starbucks to fund a weight room for the NCAA women's tournament. So to act like the funds aren't there or to act like that was a reason for it is, is absolutely ridiculous. And anybody that thinks that the disparity in revenue is, is an excuse is just part of the problem. If you ask me, man. Yeah. To, uh, to say they dropped the ball would be the understatement <laughs> of yeah. entry. It's just, they, Left and right, even the excuses they tried using, like the space limitations. Space limitation has nothing to do with food. It has nothing to do with coronavirus tests. Nothing. It's just they clearly just didn't prepare for the women's tournament at all. Nope. They were so focused on trying to make the men's tournament happen that they just left them, gave them the cold shorter, and just left them to strand. I heard the facilities to like even walk out and get fresh air is nowhere near the same amount of space or just how yeah. nice it looks compared to the men's, you know? it's a shame. It's a shame, man, too. And like, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like I will, will watch the women's tournament the same as I do the men's. But I also admit that like, I don't, it, that doesn't matter. Like, I think that we could come to a point to where maybe I would, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like, if you keep undermining, it's all about undermining. This is how systematic works. You brought up the term systematic. This is how it works. Like if this is how you get this in place, like you keep undermining, undermining it, and uh, that's how this thing keeps going. Like, no, make everything equal. Like, have the women and men just eat in the same cafeteria, the same food, um, mm -hmm. same gym. Like, it, none of that matters. Like, it's this isn't a, it's not even a gender thing. It's not like, it's not like the men get there and like care. Like, they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, they, res I would say that like the men's players and the women's players like respect each other more than the NCA respects you know, the coaches and stuff, but it's, it's just crazy. There's, there's so much of this money to go around. Uh, there's so much TV money involved to act like, to act like there was like no way that you could figure this out. Just, it, it just makes me sick, man. And, and I'm glad, you know, thank goodness that like these, and I think this is kind of a thing that has happened in the last year. Thank glad that, you know, thank goodness that these athletes will speak up and they're yeah. not scared to speak up. They're not scared of their position you know we've talked about that a lot off the ball we, you know we're real big about like you know we support these athletes that you know have a voice and you know and talk about things like that and like thank goodness that these women are like not they're not fearful of getting benched or getting they're losing their scholarship or whatever uh as as to where like you know still still in ncaa football like the kids still won't speak up because they're like, no, nah, I'm just trying to get to the NFL, man. Like mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm a scared, I'm scared. I'm scared to say what's on my mind. And uh, these women have had it. Like they've, they've absolutely had to it. say the least. Uh, I mean, it also, it helps when us men, you know, yep. you get uh, men, male NBA players, Steph Curry actually tweeted out and he tweeted right to the NCAA said, y'all tripping, y'all tripping, tripping. Nope. That was his exact words. And you know, when you get male athletes like Steph Curry and, uh, R.I.P. Kobe, he was a big advocate for yes. WNBA and uh, women's basketball. When you get high-profile male athletes like that standing up, that's when we're really going to make a yeah. change. And, and it's a shame that we need them, but they still have to do it, like if that makes any sense to anybody. Like, yeah. no, the women don't need us us as men to speak up for them, but if it helps, it helps. Exactly. You know? and, and you're right. That helps, man, these guys speaking up. So, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big subject. That kind of like this is what this show's about. That's kind of what like just really like jumped in this week. And when I went through the Twitter pages and stuff, I'm like, man, this really like this really gets my my blood flowing. So that's that's what this show's about. So the next one is, man, I'm gonna run this by you. And I, I couldn't decide on what the next subject was. I'm an Ohio State fan. So this one hits a little closer to home. But essentially, essentially, we're gonna talk about upset slander. And what I mean by that is like everybody loves the the college basketball tournament. Everybody loves the underdog winning. Everybody, you know, that's that's what we watch it for. That's why we tune in. That's why we, you know, stick around. But the problem is when it happens, when a when a 15 beats a two, when a 14 beats a three, uh, we take the the higher seed and we destroy them. Like we just like everybody goes all in. So, you know. It's near and dear to my heart. A couple of days ago, High State as a two seed loses um, to Oral Roberts, who who are going to play you know later on tonight. And uh, but then all of a sudden, it's like they should be embarrassed. You know, they should. Yeah, yeah. You're already laughing, man. I feel like we're on the same page. They, they should be embarrassed. They should do this. They should do that. And I'm like, wait a minute. You two like like I think like you're you're an East Coast guy. Like you're obviously a basketball guy. Like we talked about this earlier on the show we did. You can show up to a court and like you look at a dude and you may judge him a certain way. And if that dude catches on fire, like like he may run you off the court. You know what I mean? Like because the hoop is still like once again, we talk about Hoosiers. The hoop is still 10 foot high. Uh, it's still in the same position. Like everybody goes to the same hoop. You know what I mean? And uh, anybody can win on it on a given night. So like, it really bugs me when you got 18, 19, 20 year old kids, they lose a game in the first round, of the NCAA tournament. And instead of like, we kind of like celebrate the underdog, like, Oh, that's awesome. But then, then we destroy, you know, the team that loses like Illinois lost Illinois lost, you know, they're the overall number one seed. They lose. You know, they're all, all of a sudden they're the worst team ever. High State loses. Oh, they're a joke. They never, they never lose. So like, it, it, that really bugs me, man. So how how do you how do you feel about that? Um, how do you feel about just uh, when a when a a favored team loses to one of these underdogs? Like, how do you look at the team personally? Personally, it it depends on the situation. Like, I'll okay. kind of, the time I hold the higher seat to the you know higher standard. So and that's fine. That's fine. I do agree with some people where I, I don't believe on kicking someone when they're down. You know, like if a higher seed does lose to Cinderella store, you got to really look because you actually said it earlier in the show. Those teams could have flipped jerseys. And if you told me that yeah. Oral Roberts was Ohio State, I would have looked and said, yeah, you're right. You know, so we also got to start questioning who's the people making these seedings because are they really the ones who are doing a great job? Because you saw, uh, Lola Chicago at the yeah, Lola Chicago. Chicago just yeah, they just yep. blew right through Illinois. They had the lead the entire game against Illinois, who's the number one seed. Like, exactly, they had the lead so, the entire game and won by ten. I, I don't know what it wound up, but like they won, like it wasn't even close. Yeah, a lot of people are saying they are looking like they should be the number one overall seed for the whole exactly. tournament. You know, so it's really you're trusting other people to rank teams when that I haven't ever seen. You know, there's I'm not gonna lie, I'm a I watch March Madness. I don't know half the schools up there. My bracket's busted, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's is, man. But yeah, you know, like it's I'm trusting other people to give me my rankings. If I watched a little more, like if I was like you or Couch Coach, shout to Couch Coach, you guys are killing it in your brackets. I'm always positive, positive <laughs> because you know not to trust 
everybody else's eyes or you got your own eye test. You know what you've seen on the court. So I get why people beat up these higher seeds whenever there's an upset. But, you know, it's it, it could be the casual fan, but also everyone loves a good underdog story. Right. I mean, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, like when I saw like, so I, you know, I don't, I don't watch Ohio state super closely basketball and only because like my heart just can't take it. Like, um, you know, yeah, yeah, you get it as a basketball fan, like to watch day in and day out, man, it's grueling. And so, but Ohio state had a really, really good season. They had a stretch in their season to where they beat, I don't know, seven or eight ranked teams in a row, like really had a good time. Then they had a down. They just beat Michigan, who was a number one seed last week. Dude, mm-hmm. seven or eight days ago now, they just beat Michigan. So that was cool. So when they lose and then like I see, you know, obviously, you know, I have a lot of high state followers and stuff on Twitter and things like that. When I see them go in on it, I'm like, I don't know. Like, man, they lost a game. Uh, I don't, I don't know if like we should be embarrassed. I don't know if we're, we should start firing coaches or whatever. Cause to me, I've always said that's disrespectful. Like you said, Loyola, Chicago, um, that's disrespectful to them. It's like, wait a minute. You don't accidentally win your first two games, in the NCAA tournament. You know what I mean? So like, I, I can't like, if that say like, for instance, like my son is like, well, he's actually older than what would play on the team, but like he's old enough. He can play on that team. Like I'm that old. So like if somebody was telling me like, Oh, like, your son doesn't deserve that victory. Like I would be super offended. I'm like, I don't know. These kids, they work hard. You know what I mean? They, they, they have things in place. They know they've been playing basketball against great players for years and years and years, especially like little Chicago. Like I'm assuming they're from Chicago. Um, you know, that's a competitive city. You know what I mean? So um, I, I get really offended by like what you're doing is you're taking it away from the higher seed. Like everybody wants the, the, the higher seed to win. And then when they do, they just want to clown, you know, the lower seed. It really, really, um, I don't know, man, it just doesn't sit well with me. And that's probably, maybe I'm an older guy. Maybe I'm an older guy, but um, come on, man, get some credit to the team that wins. Right. Yeah. But also what, what messes with people is it's, um, just besides the expectations, oh, I just lost it. Well, it's almost like the Knicks and the Nets. I'll, I'll bring some well, NBA. Go ahead, man, go ahead. people are saying that if the Knicks make the playoffs and the Nets make the finals but don't win it, the Knicks had the better season. Yeah, like, that, that's a perfect example, man. Yeah, that's I mean, a- like, is it really a better season? I understand where they're coming from, but if you bring out a third party, like I know you're not a Knicks or a Nets fan, who really had the better season, Jeff? You get me? I gotcha. I gotcha. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Um, and and that's and that's what I say. Like just just watch the games and watch it. But then it goes the other way too. Then they then they start going to name recognition. They're like, you know, North Carolina, you know, loses. Oh, they're the worst ever. Well, like we don't know. Have we evaluated the team? Have we have we seen which every player is going to do? Like, I think we. I think I think you're right always take a second look at the team that won and figure because like there's some really really good players on these teams okay for instance Steph Curry is going to go down mm-hmm. as all-time great player when he comes in and makes that run with Davidson like I mean it's been what 10 12 years ago now I mean it's been a while 13 I think yeah 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 so like yeah, like everybody had to take a look at like, man, what's this Steph kid doing? Like, and it proved out that like, oh yeah, they had one of the greatest NBA players of all time on their yep. team rather than be like, like every team he beat along the way, like was terrible. Um, it just, and then they like, okay. Like the high state team, for example, like, yes, the high state is one of them, like the biggest athletic program. For instance, last week's Ohio state Michigan game, 
or the high state Illinois game. I'm sorry, the, the Big Ten championship, the most watched college game of the year. So like they 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 push they they you know what I mean? Like they 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 get mm-hmm. eyeballs. That doesn't mean the players, you know what I mean? Like I, all of a sudden, like, okay, so Washington gets a you know an open jumper at the top of the key, it misses. He's not the worst player ever. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, he just missed. It's a basketball game. Like we've all played basketball games, uh, especially basketball. I think that's the one sport that like because of the three point line, because of so many things going on. Uh, I think we're too hard on these teams that like when, when they lose, I think it should be a little more credit to the team that wins. But um, I, I get it. Like you say, like I get it. There's some fair criticism to go around for sure. For sure. And just to bounce off your Steph Curry point, it's uh you got a lot of mid-major colleges that, like you just said, they have ballers that you'll never heard of. Like Dwayne Wade went to Marquette. Yeah, uh, has Jimmy Butler. Marquette's been in the tournament. Jimmy Butler went to Marquette. I don't think they've been in the tournament in years. Right. It's just, and when you're in these mid-major schools, you actually want to grind harder because you know, like you just said, Michigan, Ohio State had the most eyes and for the year. Yeah. Last time a dating game before that whole tournament with Steph Curry even got a couple eyes. You exactly. Know? It's just just because you haven't seen it doesn't mean the bowler isn't there on the court. Yes. Before. Yes. And we we fall. You know we've talked about it a lot. We fall. Um, you know into the trap of like, well, if um, if the big networks don't tell us that this is a big game, you know, this is this is the college football situation we get into. Like, um, we judge we judge Florida State different than we do Boise State. Like there's no reason for that. We don't, it's not because of the players, it's because of the name. And that's the same thing we do in the NCAA basketball tournament. But like you and I both know as like basketball fans, like that, that, that age is over, man. Like there, there's, there's a ton of good players. There's a ton of great players that aren't even in college, you know, anymore. Um, the, the, the playing field is leveled instead of sometimes, I guess my overall thing is like, instead of sometimes just enjoying what we're seeing, it's all about like pouncing on Duke for not making the tournament, pouncing on Ohio State for losing, pouncing on Illinois for losing, instead of just being like, wow, like how lucky are we to have, you know, all these great players and, and you know, that everything is the even playing field that we get. Uh, to me, that's, that's, that's just how I see it. I think you just explained the word fanatic, Jeff. That's just <laughs> the way I can explain it. It's you live in the moment. And even if it, you know, if you're a Duke fan and Duke loses, you got to curse your team out. You know, there's nothing. It's not. I'm That's not right. the other team. We're Duke. That's it. We should beat whoever walks through that door. It's all recency bias. That's all sports is. But that's what makes sports so great. That's fair. That's fair. Talk about it now. And by tomorrow, we're going to step back, look at this game and be like, you know what? Oh, Roberts. Pretty solid team. You know, they might have a couple NBA players good point. about popping up in two or so years. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point, man. Maybe it's like some of my pushback is like if I just if I just wait for it, like if I just wait for the uh, smoke to settle a little bit, like they, that's a that that's true, man. Like it is about fanatics. Speaking of fanatics, a great sponsor of the network, fanatics.com. Go there, use the code, you know, off the ball and uh, get your fanatics gear. So yeah, that's awesome, man. So, James, I just want to thank you. This was the premiere episode of my knee-jerk analysis. Uh, it went great. Uh, I want to thank you for coming on. 
I want to, I want everybody to go to offtheballnetwork.com and check it out and check out everything we're doing right now. Uh, if you guys see the promo code for Manscaped there at the bottom, you know, take advantage of that. Uh, great product, great sponsor we have now. Uh, James Barcia, what do you got? What do you got going on in the next couple of weeks, man? Tell us about it. Uh, next couple of weeks, I'm in the lab right now. I'm cooking. That's awesome. You know, me and my man Jerk. Follow him on Twitter at yes. Jerk A40. We got something very exciting coming up for you guys. Can't stop talking about it. Whenever you see me, it's all I'm thinking about. And no, I, I got no, I my just, uh, MLB power rankings. I just dropped them. Everybody, make sure you go ahead, check them out. I'm going to yep. be updating them every week once the season gets started. Hey, and James, as the as the NFL power rankings guy of Off the Ball Network, I just want to be saying, man, be ready because they <laughs> – I mean, they will. People will come at you strong. Um, it, it is amazing the opinions. Like, it's amazing the the opinion somebody will have between like the fifth ranked team and the sixth ranked team. Like, <laughs> like you 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 you'll have a two hour discussion with somebody, and, and they'll be like, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. You're just trying to you're just trying to get San Diego to 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 ten instead of eleven. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, it's pretty wild, man. But I'm glad you do that. I appreciate your uh, rankings. It's real cool. I can't wait to see what uh, you and Jerg are doing. I know things are gonna uh, go great, and and I'm, we're we're looking forward to it, man. So that's it, everybody. This was uh, I'm Jeff. This is Jeff Need Sports. Um, you know, go check me out. You know, you guys know the deal. Like, follow, review, all the good things. Uh, follow James at you know at Bars Talks. Follow Jerg. Like, um, follow everybody on Off the Ball Network. Uh, you won't be disappointed. It's going to be awesome. So we will talk to you guys next week. This has been Knee Jerk Analysis, and be kind, to everybody, and don't be racist. <laughs>